Blessed be the name of the Lord on this good Friday, for this is the day the Lord has made. God, we thank you for allowing us to be here. Uh, another good Friday, despite uh, COVID-19, despite uh, any viruses, sickness, or disease, God, you still have us here. And for that, uh, even if it's that alone, God, we say thank you. We thank you uh, for sacrifice on a good Friday and resurrection on Sunday. In the name of Jesus, breathe with us, live with us, eat and sleep with us, and never leave our side. We bring the divinity and the humanity of us all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Family, I just wanted to real quick check in with you all uh, because... Good Friday uh, is a very special and uh, unique day. Uh, sound effects. I must repeat. Good Friday is a very special and Good Friday is a very special. Good Friday is a very. I would just DJ that, DJ that in. But Good Friday is a very special, unique day because... Uh, it is a day filled uh, with uh, the prerequisite of the rec uh, resurrection. It's the day of crucifixion. It's the day uh, where Jesus transitions. It is the day uh, that we acknowledge before the three days that come uh, as Jesus ascend, ascends. So for that day, we acknowledge it. And I just want to uh, look at a particular text uh, that shows us how Jesus is, is on the cross and the very people who are next to Jesus uh, on the cross are the women, right? Mary Magdalene, uh, his mother, his aunt, Mary's sister, uh, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and uh, Mary Magdalene and his mother. These women are there, right? And oftentimes we forget uh, the women specifically who are there in our lives to help us uh, along the way, throughout life, throughout pain and suffering. Historically, when we look at Fannie Lou Hamer, historically, when we look at Shirley Chisholm, uh, the women who put the weight on their backs to push uh, the agenda forward, God's plan forward. Women like Ida B. Wells uh, and women uh, even today who have carried the mantle and the brunt of the work towards uh, liberation and, and justice and truth. But our mothers have a very unique and special place in our heart. And this is even true for the life and the legacy of Jesus. So I implore you all to examine this text in John chapter 19, verse 25. It says, Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Verse 26 says, 
when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing behind her, he said to his mother, woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. So, the disciple and Jesus' mother, uh, his friends his, and his family, right? The representation of those whom he loved and his very mother whom gave birth to him becomes the very people who are at the epicenter of this story and this passage. So we should be examining how those who are closest to us during the times of isolation, right? Jesus is on the cross. He's separated from the world, and yet he is being crucified, and he is uh, suffering, and he is uh, being lynched, and he is being uh, castrated, and he is being oppressed, uh, and he is being uh, ripped apart, uh, but yet God still has something in store for him uh, that he is mature enough to, to know and to realize. Uh, therefore, uh, those who are the most uh, important and, and, and those who are, are of extreme importance and, and close cis to him are there at the cross. And I want us to pause and ponder for a second. Who's the closest to us? going through the suffering the most from COVID-19? Who is the closest to us? Who we find on the cross of the disease in this time? Who's the closest to us? The most vulnerable. As Jesus reminds us that we ought to care about the least of these during this season. Maybe we should look at the criminals those who are locked away in prisons. As, I, as I'm reminded by Van Jones, a political commentator of CNN, he shows us that those who are at the prisons cannot practice social distancing. I'm also reminded by a stat given by Sean Combs on his State of Emergency report in on Revolt TV he lets us know that every one in 10 American is black. However, uh, the victims who suffer the most from the coronavirus are black. So we make up 10% of the population in America. However, we make up 50, over 50%. Studies show of those who are suffering as victims Cases uh, are dying from COVID-19, the coronavirus, uh, which has a lot to say of where we are uh, as a nation, where we are with the health disparities of the land, where we are with caring for those who are suffering and in pain during the times of triumph uh, as, uh, as we are uh, encouraged to be in during this uh, quote-unquote Good Friday. 
What about the hell that is ringing out inside of Good Friday? What about those who are experiencing suffering because of starvation, homelessness, those who can't find food, but yet we are overeating, chips laying on the couch, cooking up all of these meals that aren't healthy for us, but we're eating them at privilege while others are suffering because of this national pandemic. All of this is out of our control. But I'm reminded that Jesus encourages us to look at and examine those who are closest to us, those who are suffering in silence, who are the ones who are going through it in isolation and feel as though nobody is hearing them. Because Jesus lets us know that this is where Mary was, his mother. This is exactly where 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 the disciples were. The, this is where John was. This is where the, the women who cared from the womb to the tomb, this is where they were. This is where we should be. And the good news is that despite all of this, we still win. Oh, yes, the good news is that uh, despite feeling all alone and isolated, we still win. The good news is that uh, soon and very soon, all of us will go and see the king. The good news is that uh, uh, there comes a time when we are resurrected from our issues. There comes a time when uh, we elevate our circumstances. There comes a time when we are forced into the ferociousness of the power inside of us. The Bible also reminds me that greater is he uh, that is within me than he uh, that is within the world. And I don't know about you on today, but I'm so glad on this Good Friday uh, that I have breath in my body. I'm so glad on this Good Friday uh, that I have food on my table. I'm so glad on this Good Friday that I am in my right mind, uh, that the coronavirus has not hit my household. I'm so glad that the blood of Jesus still works. Uh, is there anybody listening to this who believes uh, that the blood of Jesus is still working? Uh, even now, I decree and declare that it's working in your family. Uh, I decree and declare that it's working in your household. Uh, I decree and declare that the blood of Jesus is working in your community. Uh, I'm reminded by Dr. Martin Luther King uh, who encourages us to have a beloved community. Uh, and the Bible says as long as two and three are gathered uh, together uh, according to his name, God will be in the midst. Uh, now the beloved community is not confined by the four walls of the church. Uh, the beloved community is not confined by uh, by the brick and mortar storefront. Oh no, uh, you're mistaking the beloved community is not defined uh, by what was made by man. Uh, but I'm here to let you know uh, that God is with us because the beloved community uh, was formed 
by him uh, because he died and sacrificed. Uh, we have the ability to have power in the beloved community uh, because he died and sacrificed. Uh, we have the ability to look at the word of God and still be united on Good Friday uh, because he sacrificed. Uh, we don't need to be outside, but we can be obedient to the governor's orders inside and still have community uh, that we experience outside. Uh, we can still celebrate God on Good Friday. Uh, we can still look to the hills from which cometh our help. Uh, we can still open up our Bibles and go boldly to the throne of grace uh, because the Bible lets me know uh, that no matter what is coming my way, uh, I will always be victorious. Uh, that's what I wanted to share with you on today. Uh, that's all I wanted to encourage you on this good Friday to understand. No matter what comes your way, you're still victorious. Uh, no matter what disease comes your way, you're still victorious. Uh, no matter what suffering comes your way, you're still victorious. Uh, no matter what an ease comes towards your mind. Uh, you can go to God's word and realize if you keep your mind stayed on thee. Uh, I believe God will keep you in perfect peace. Uh, don't believe me. Just look at the word. Uh, the Bible says I can do all things uh, through Christ who strengthens you. Uh, so while you're in isolation during the season, uh, while you're working at home and spending more time with your family, uh, I encourage you to tap back into those dreams. Uh, I encourage you uh, to read more of that word. Uh, and I encourage you uh, to focus more on God. Uh, that's all I wanted to share. Focus uh, more on God. Uh, on this Good Friday, we are experiencing the crucifixion of the Christ. Uh, but we know that what's, what was dead on Friday will soon resurrect. In the name of Jesus, we believe it. Amen. I thank you all, family, for tuning in. I thank you all. Uh, for, for being a part of this great experience. And I thank you for believing in the word of God. For the word of God is the only thing that will reign true for the eons of eternity and for generations towards generations. Keep me in prayer and I'll do the same for you. Amen.